part two. Part two oh. of Star Wars Total Rewatch. Wow. <laughs> the re rewatch. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there, and welcome back again to Star Wars Total Rewatch, uh, where we're watching all of Star Wars, and we're on the last original season of The Clone Wars, Season 6, Episode 9, The Disappeared, Part 2. Oh no. So in this episode, picks off where the other one left off, where the Queen has still been kidnapped by the evil cultists, and... Uh, the cultist leader, I guess, takes her on a ship and arrives on the moon of Bardota. The moon Zardosa sticks. Zardosa sticks. <laughs> sticks, not six. For some reason. Yes, sticks. Oh. Okay. I don't think it's out in the sticks. I thought you said six. No. There are. Which sounds like the way they would name they name planets and moons after that right. sometimes. Okay. Right. So they take her there where they are apparently trying to resurrect the Great Mother. And who is there but the uh, Night Sister Queen Lady? Yeah. Revealed to be Mother Talzin, the Night Sister leader. <laughs> yeah. Mind blown. Where did that come from? <laughs> Just using um, evil cults to bring back her order. Which, yeah, pretty I mean, much. I guess it makes sense. Yeah. It's a good spot to, to do it. Would be yeah. Someone who's got the force. You know, force powers, but it's not directly linked to in the war. Oh, that was great. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. A surprise, to be sure. <laughs> yes. So Jar Jar and Mace arrive, and they chase the cultists through the market and trek across the desert to the ancient temple, and they fight some giant golems, and then oh, yeah. take down the cultists and smash the orb and ruin their plans and save the queen right off into the sunset yeah mm -hmm. this is a great episode <laughs> i mean genuinely i, I thought it was good <laughs> it was fun there, there's, a, there's a lot of yeah a lot of unexpected stuff happening toward the end there but the rest mm -hmm. of it's it's good too yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah there's some the cultist ship is pretty cool it looks like a beetle yeah yeah it's really unique there's some cool designs in a lot of stuff. Very nice landscapes of all the, the desert at night with all those stars and the giant moons up in the sky. It's all really neat looking. Mm -hmm. Well, it's kind of like an eclipse happening, I think. Something, yeah. I, I guess, what would an eclipse be if you were on the moon? Uh, I guess it would be just your orbiting planet passing between. But it wouldn't be a lunar or a solar, right? Would you call it like a terrarial? <laughs> <laughs> Terrestrial. Uh, but yes, they were waiting for everything to be just in the right alignment so that somehow it would focus the energy of the sun through their device, which would take the force out of the characters, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, yeah. but I guess it's magic yeah. in some sense. Well, it's like, so I don't know. In their temple underground, they had this, this uh, like statue of mm -hmm. their demon that had some kind of green lightning on it, which was what would extract the force from people. Mm. And they're just trying to do the same thing now to the queen. I don't know why she's the most powerful of them all. I don't know. They just needed that one more person so that the 
the sphere of force energy would be completely filled i don't know they did mention that you being the spiritual leader is more powerful or something like that okay okay at one point. this could also just be the final step in their ritual is to yeah. focus the power of the sun into this sphere yeah it's a it's a mainstay of cults and right not totally the more convoluted it is the more powerful it is of course yeah <laughs> just planets aligning and stuff is a big big deal it is yeah yeah I think that is also some Mayan history. Mm -hmm. And one thing that's kind of interesting is there's a lot more than just the Bardodans. There's like human cultist. There's some other lady who was part of it too. Yeah. Well, she was one of those um, Zygerians, wasn't she? Oh, sure. Yeah, Zygerian, yeah. A lot of the cultists are wearing masks, which made me believe they're all Bardotans. Mm -hmm. But... I guess not. Anybody can join. Yeah. Unless they're just some other people that Mother Talzin scraped up. But they have the, this one guy has like a mark on his forehead, which is the symbol of the Fangal cult. Yep. So they must have been expanding beyond their species. Mm -hmm. She's holding some cat. What is that? She's got a wolf cat. <laughs> it looks like one. Yeah. There's a bunch of those things in Rebels. Yeah. They're from Lothal? Yeah. Lothal. Yeah, so they're called they're called wolf cats. Oh wait, wait. but she she throws. Yeah. It oh, okay. I just I was just uh, reading a summary. The Zygerian tried to stop them from chasing the members of the cult by throwing her pet Tuka into a herd of domesticated Eopi. Yeah, classic Eopies. They're all over the place here, uh, but apparently uh, Tukas. Uh, is the name of the whole species, and there's a specific breed called the Loth Cat from the planet oh. Lothal. Okay, yeah. gotcha. There you go. Good to know. Good to know you're... <laughs> Glad we've got that cleared up. Fictional breeds of animals. Yes. <laughs> Gundarks show up here, two Gundarks. Right. Yeah, a couple. Yeah. And uh, the Dolgo is the name of that bigger creature that uh, Mace Windu rides. <laughs> yeah, Mace Windu gets to ride something that looks like a horse. Mm -hmm. Jar Jar, of course, is riding uh, an Eopi. Naturally. Which is that thing that farts on him back in The Phantom Menace. Is that correct? That's the same creature. The Eopi, yeah. Yep. Did you guys notice all these uh, Indiana Jones references in these episodes? Uh... She's getting carried away in the marketplace. Look at the way they filmed it. It's exactly sure, like um, right. when she's in that basket, right? And they're running right. and he's following her through the crowded market. Okay. You had the Temple of Doom in the previous episode. Yeah, yeah. And then the very end of this, the way they, they ride their horses off into the sunset is also like right. filmed kind of the same way as... Uh, Last Crusade. Last Crusade, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, someone was having fun. Oh, yeah. It is. This whole episode, Jar Jar uses his tongue to save uh, Mace's lightsaber <laughs> and then spits it over to him using that long, annoying tongue of his for, like, a practical purpose. So fun. Yeah. <laughs> Jar Jar just wails on this guy. Jar <laughs> totally takes him down. I'm just big cross arm right across the face and just flattens it. Clothesline. He punches a couple of guys. At the end, yeah. he's like fighting with that guard up on the rock. Right. Just to save the queen at the last minute, he punches the guard out and saves her. So he's like an action hero in this episode. This temple on the moon is apparently called the Temple of Malmoral. Oh, so... so temple up there too. Mother Towson says something like about how she is not like a natural force user. Mm -hmm. She just uses the force 
for power. Yeah, it's interesting. She's like uses magic, which I guess I always assumed her magic was kind of just the force. Apparently, it was like part of spirits. I'm trying to remember because she had like that big pot before, wasn't it? In the yeah. when she was like in their the their actual home, yeah, it could have been something like that. But I'm just wondering, like, is her intention here to use this sphere of force power to make herself? powerful or are they trying to bring this demon thing back isn't that like the whole point of this temple and the ritual uh good question i think that's maybe what the cult members probably think they're connecting to i don't think that's what she cares about i have no idea maybe she does i think she's just using them to get the force orb but then why go through all this trouble like (laughs) well because then they'll then they'll play along they'll do what she wants them to do well she's got the orb I feel like the next step in the ritual is the whole demon thing. Maybe. I don't Maybe know. Maybe I'm uh, just reading into it too much here. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think if she's actually, like, corporeal or if she's... Yeah. Well, that was another thing is, yeah, the last time we saw Mother Talzin, she died. Well, what happened? Dooku killed all the Night Sisters. She, like, became phased through a wall or something. Yeah. And then when in the Darth Maul return episodes... She was some kind of ghost. Yeah, then. she appeared to him somehow, right? Well, she was definitely, she was like, she created his spider legs and stuff, or his robot legs. Oh, that's right. Um, so she could definitely still interact with the physical world, whatever form mm-hmm. she was in. But here she seems very, like, physical. Well, it almost looked like she was a little floaty, though, at one point. Okay. Because they said that once they complete this, that she'll be back. Right, mother. So it she, is trying to bring back. her. So maybe they are just trying to bring her back. Yeah. And then at the end of this episode, she again disappears into smoke when the orb breaks, mm-hmm. which I I thought was like, okay, well maybe now they killed her somehow. Never. Like this that was her last <laughs> attempt at returning, but um, I believe she is in that Darth Maul comic that was like a adaptation of some episodes they didn't finish making, oh. in which. She gets killed again. Okay. Oh. <laughs> um, but when Mace, Windu, and Jar Jar arrive, they get stopped by these crazy, like, old robotic golem things. They're called clay warriors. They just remind me of, like, some crazy construct, some, like, dwarven construct <laughs> from something. Yeah, That's what it's it kind me of like a World of Warcraft uh, mech. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think uh, it's a trope. Stone Guardians. It's been done a lot. They were interesting things. What are they? They're called clay warriors. No, but what what is that? Where did they come from? Are they powered by the Force somehow? Uh, there's some some other things in the High Republic books about them. Hmm. Somebody said uh, Zardosan legends claimed that the statues were the only things that kept warriors of a fallen army dead. If the statues were destroyed, then the army would come back to life. Okay, so now that Charger and Mace Windu have destroyed the statues... They destroyed all of them. Did they doom us all? I I think that they probably (laughs) unknowingly actually uh, brought back the demon Marmoral. Oh, now we're talking. Something to look forward to, yes. (laughs) Jeez, I didn't notice that Charger just blasted him with (laughs) it. That, that statue. That was the gun from the statue. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. One of the cultists gets caught in the, the like magnifying lens beam thing that they were trying to line up, and he just gets 
zippy zapped and have his Literally. force ripped from him. This is also Indiana Jones, actually. <laughs> oh, of course it is. Those lenses. Yeah. yeah. Right. The moon lighting up the lenses, and then it focuses on this the temple. But the, the angle makes the temple look tiny. So it's... it is. It looks just like the thing in in that uh, in that pyramid. Yeah, where he's yeah, that... putting the staff in, and the the sun comes through it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. I, I didn't I didn't catch that one. Um, but in the kerfuffle, Jar Jar drops the orb, and it just explodes. He just knocked it over. Like they should have had that uh, little pedestal <laughs> secured a little bit secured to the ground. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and explodes. How much like force was inside that thing? Is that what was all coming out? The force, yeah, like literal force. Yeah, yeah, the life force from all those creatures which they said was the force force i don't know something sure blasted out of that and didn't seem to hurt anybody at least it didn't hurt mace windu or jar jar or the queen right mother tells and vanishes and she's gone so i still don't know what her deal is (laughs) when she said she's not a natural force user does that mean that she just doesn't have what like midichlorians like it's not something that's in her naturally like until she started studying magic she found a way to tap into the force somehow through that is that kind of what like is her magic just a like a created way to like connect to the force using using something Mm -hmm. besides just what's in her i don't know know. i'm trying to figure it out Mm -hmm. i'm just trying to understand what magic is in the star wars universe (laughs) we'll never understand this no but they keep bringing it back up so i feel like (laughs) I, I need something that I can land on with it to be like, okay, I'll go with this explanation. It all goes back to Ewoks. And <laughs> well, it, again, it does. That keeps coming to mind, too. I'm like, well, it's just like what we saw Logray doing in Ewoks. You know, that, that must have been the Force, too, right? Which I think mm-hmm. they said somewhere that it, it was his way of connecting to the Force. Right. Anyway, she gets a cool uh, magic lightsaber-looking thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, yeah, when she makes this magic sword, and I'm like, really? Like you were shooting laser beams out of your hands, and then you just decided to a sword is your the best bet here. <laughs> like you could do better than a a sword. Yeah, her lasers are just like, just use that all the time. My That's goodness. what I'm saying. But maybe it uses up energy, and so she, you know, oh, now's the time to use it. Come on. Miss Windu says to her, "Magic is only an illusion." So one powerful illusion that puts another wrinkle into my trying to understand what's happening with her. Yeah. Uh. Jar Jar and his true love, Queen Julia, ride off together on the EOP. It's the last we ever see of Jar Jar. I think it is. Yeah. Well, and Ahmed Best has now returned to Star Wars, playing a different character. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. It's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. In some way, I keep thinking it would be funny to see Jar Jar show up in a cameo in one of these live-action shows. But uh, I think when they tied everything up so neatly for him here... I'm okay with just letting this be the end of it. Right. Yeah. Me too. And that's our episode for today. Next time is a new story. The Disappeared Part 3. Oh, no. No, never mind. (laughs) The Lost Ones. Well, we're coming up to the very last uh, set of Clone Wars episodes here. Four more episodes to go. It's been a wild ride. We got a... Just a little ways left to go. See that. We'll see you then. This party's over.